Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hey there, and welcome back to another Wisdom Wednesday episode of the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Alter. And I'm Dr. Suzanne Alter. And we are both naturopathic doctors who specialize in supporting you and all of humans, including ourselves, in reversing disease and optimizing our health through whole food plant-based nutrition, as well as mind-body medicine. So in these Wisdom Wednesday episodes, we like to talk about the state of mind as it relates to our human experience and our physical health. And the topic of today's episode is thoughts aren't real. And we mean it. They really are not real. They're not. And that doesn't mean that they don't mean anything. You know, they mean everything, in fact. But Boy, is it liberating in my experience to know that when it comes down to my experience, the thoughts that are in me and that I am feeling and experiencing and uh, aware of are not the ultimate reality. (laughs) So what do we mean by this, Dr. Susanna? And, And this was kind of your idea bringing this conversation up today on Wisdom Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually I actually kind of want to go back to something you said. You said that doesn't, you know, thoughts aren't real. That doesn't mean they don't mean anything. And I actually want to dig into it a little bit because because actually thoughts really only mean something when we give them power, when we give them value. Otherwise, they don't mean anything. I know we probably all have had experiences where a crazy, silly little thought flies in of, uh, oh, I wonder what would happen if blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, well, it was a thought we had in a moment. And then pretty soon it's on its way out, right? We didn't give it much value. But some thoughts come in and we really assign value to them. Like, oh, so-and-so said that my skin looks yellow or it's like (laughs) it's like oh well you know i know this stupid thought about like the flying pink monkeys and rainbows and unicorns are are not real but the thought that 
yeah, that so-and-so said something mean or so-and-so thinks this or I'm gonna, I'm not worthy or um, blah, 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 fill in the blank with your variety of, of thought. That thought's real. So it's a, a lot of us kind of live in a reality or in, live in our human experience with the understanding of like some thoughts are kind of just bogus and wacko, but some thoughts are real and we got to do something with them. And, you know, there is this whole world that exists uh, of kind of managing thinking, managing thoughts, thinking positively. Um, and that's all beautiful. But if we instead just focus on kind of what is real, then we can understand and experience the fleeting nature of thought as it's really, in, in my understanding, designed to be. Just kind of like we, we sometimes use a film strip metaphor and thought is like film strip going through the projector. And we're not designed to just like focus on a film strip and like think about just one thing. We're, we're designed to be in the flow of the film strip. And thoughts... You know, people, there's all sorts of beautiful metaphors, clouds and rivers and all the nature, everything's moving. And thoughts are designed to do that too, to be fluid. And we human, human, human beings, humanity uh, does have the tendency to use our intellectual computer and hyper-focus on some of these thoughts and get stuck and then <laughs> suffer. Yeah. As a consequence. Yeah. And how that can actually create our experience moment to moment. I mean, we have a comment here about experiencing depression and anxiety. And really, the more value and power we give to the dark, heavy thoughts or the anxious, worried yeah. thoughts, the more we're going to feel that experience of sadness, depression, yeah. anxiety. And just to kind of dig into this comment of, I have severe depression and anxiety, what can I do? Um, you don't have severe depression and anxiety. And I tell you that with a straight face and full confidence, you don't. You are a human being who, have the, who ha has from time to time the experience of depression and anxiety. And I'm not belittling your experience of depression and anxiety. I have my experience of depression and anxiety, and it's probably different, different, maybe different severity, different flavor, different duration, whatever it might be. But that is not who you are. That is not real. That is not the truth. Um, that is the truth of your experience, but that's not the truth of who you are. And if we start identifying with what's not real, then we have a tendency to kind of slip and slide and suffer. But if we start identifying more with what is real, the, the backdrop or the canvas onto which our life experience and our thoughts are kind of painted, then, you know, it's like, oh, we realize that, oh, all of this is just part of the beautiful journey of life. And uh, what, what always comes to mind or at least what's coming to mind in this moment is like a lot of different meditation practices, you know, and um, I, I've been exposed to like different practices of just, you know, focusing on the thought and letting it go. And just like the, the, the you know, watching thoughts pass by clouds or thoughts like logs in a river floating downstream. 
And that's all, again, all, all groovy, but what really resonates for me, not that I'm like a meditator anymore, but if I do, uh, because I do like to be meditative, and I like to do that by focusing on the presence, the presence in which thought arises, not the thoughts that arise, because those are fleeting and impermanent but focusing on the constant rather, focusing on what is real. And that is, again, the the backdrop or the canvas on which all life happens. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just wild when, when we look out in the world and we see, and that, this comes up in some of our conversations and in peace on earth and whatnot, is, you know, the, the idea of seeing not human beings per se, but seeing consciousness having the human experience and seeing like thoughts, different states of mind, if you will. And it's like, oh, there's a real angry state of mind. There's a real frustrated state of mind. There's a real sad state of mind. Um, But we are recognizing the consciousness in which, on which this experience is happening, both in ourselves and then we start doing that with others. And then we start just naturally coming into the unconditional compassion and understanding of our experience, of the human experience at large. And again, I, I think it's just kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm reminded of a conversation we had in, in one of our Peace on Earth conversations a long time ago where we were kind of... We were addressing this topic of thought and asking the question, what if what if everything you ever thought wasn't true? Like everything. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is a mind bender, right? It's like, what? What? Because we just go through our days just living our lives, right? And and we don't even think about what thoughts we take seriously, what thoughts we believe in. And what thoughts we just kind of let go. We don't even really notice that sometimes. But what's really cool, what's super cool is that our bodies, our feeling states act as kind of a barometer of where our, uh, where we are delegating power in our thinking. And what, how that can show up is like if we're feeling anxious, if we're feeling sad, it's like the body saying, hey, Susanna, wake up, look at where your thoughts are right now. And if we can remember, and sometimes we can't always, we can't always remember, we can't always remember, right? Mm. But if we can remember that, oh yeah, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. And I don't have to take this thought seriously if I choose not to. Mm. And that's where the freedom lies. And that's what I think is really cool. Well, when you were talking about, Susanna, when you're talking about, um, like, what if everything that you thought isn't true? And it's like, well, it's not. You know, everything that you think isn't true. Again, thoughts aren't the truth. Thoughts aren't real. They're just this impermanent, nebulous, ambiguous, formless kind of entity, if you will, that we tend to grasp onto and make give meaning to and then have the positive or negative experience that transcends from there. Uh, But again, 
it's so interesting in our physical world reality, so much of the time we hang on to this righteousness. Like it's like, no, this is true. What I think and say and do is the truth. And then that is, of course, the root of so many conflicts as we just stand on our high ground, our moral high ground, whatever sort of high ground that we do. And then we can't connect. We can't connect from that place because, again, it's not the truth. It's sure, you know, I'm not su suggesting that truth doesn't exist in like physical world reality. But when it when we're talking about the ultimate truth, when we're talking about uh, deeper connections, those are all only had when we kind of drop free from that, drop free from that kind of superficial notion of what's real and right and true in physical world reality and drop into what's universally right and true in spiritual reality or metaphysical reality or deformless reality, whatever it is. And in that place, there's inherently, again, the compassion and understanding and connection. We recognize that, oh, once again, there's another consciousness, there's another point of conscious awareness experiencing this and saying this and thinking this. And, and we have the deeper resonance and while this might sound and feel and seem really airy fairy, uh, I think that it absolutely does have real world practical application, especially in our world today. You know, if you want to talk about just the transcendence of humanity, to me, what that means is we are collectively identifying more with the truth, the soul, whatever you want to call it, and identifying less with the falsity of the superficial nature of the human experience and what we kind of grasp on as being right and wrong and good and bad and, and real when, you know, you know, when the reality again yeah. is deeper. Yeah. Put in a different way where we are identifying more with our true self, true nature and less with our thoughts, less with our beliefs. Yeah. Yes. So, and man. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I could talk about the monkeys, but I know we're 13 <laughs> minutes in. Do you want me to talk about the monkeys now or um, should we let I, the monkeys I'm just be a passing thought? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So maybe we should let the monkeys be a passing thought. Yeah, we'll let the monkeys be a passing and thought. And maybe we'll plant the seed to get you really curious out there <laughs> as to what the heck the monkeys are. Yes. Um, and maybe we'll talk about them next week. I don't know what they are, but yes. Um, but but yeah, you know, if if this sort of stuff is kind of resonating or feeling aligned or waking you up to something, um, sparking some sort of awareness or insight, uh, I, I guess you know I feel called to say just be aware of that. Be aware of that feeling of resonance alignment of what is, again, ultimately, fundamentally true and real and correct in, in terms of just the, the universal principles here. And if you feel called to explore these conversations more, 
Uh, we love doing so in our Peace on Earth weekly call, um, which happens for now on Wednesdays, actually yeah. uh, coming up here. In- yeah, in just um, <clears throat> really just an hour and 15 minutes. Maybe I'll, I'll bring up the monkeys there. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about monkeys there. Um, but we appreciate you for being on planet Earth with us and exploring these conversations. And if you feel called, just uh, again, uh, leave a comment, a like, a share, whatever. And uh, we look forward to being with you next time. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Peace and love. Bye for now.